Hello, you are listening to the Bethel Atlanta Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com. Thank you, Pastor Steve. Thank you, Ms. Lily. Please be seated. It was a joy. I uh, to spend time with your pastors last night, we had dinner, and they picked me up at the airport. And you really have um, a world-class mother and father over this ministry that's created such a great culture. Would you tell your pastors, Steve and Lenny, how much you appreciate them? They're amazing people. It's true. encourage you, uh, thank you, uh, worship team, that was wonderful, enjoyed the new songs um, about Jesus being king, and uh, so cool that Bethel's writing songs about the same thing Kanye is the same week, uh, right, right there, synergy, um, it's cool stuff, and uh, excited for all God's doing, I felt like during, you know, there are kind of uh, levels of worship. And, uh, you know, I, in this last year, I've, I don't know, I've, I've been in a lot of places. and uh, But I've never been in a worship service like that. And because you just went to a higher level. So thank you, worship team. Thank you, congregation. Thank you, Pastor Blake, for kind of just not rushing through that moment. It was just all so wonderful because the higher we go, the more healing begins to flow. And Bethel's hitting this dimension where there's going to be notable miracles happening during the worship just constantly because you can't keep going there and not having all kinds of uh, wonderful things happen. So just get ready. It, uh, it was a couple years ago uh, I was greeting people after uh, one, our morning services in Phoenix, and a young, uh, maybe uh, early 20-year-old woman came to me, and she said, Pastor, I always wondered what you looked like. And I, I didn't know what she meant, that maybe she's listened by podcast or some other uh, um, media uh, resource, and she said, I was born blind, and today in the worship service, Jesus healed my eyes. And so that, that happened. And uh, the thing I most remember about that moment is there was kind of a glistening effect on her eyes. They were, they were, they were um, not like watering, like crying, but, but they were um, like they were forming. It was the coolest thing ever. And those kinds of miracles are going to be really uh, prominent here um, because of uh, um, everything that you're doing, including the worship. It's a joy to be with you. Um, and I'm enjoying the freezing cold. <laughs> Come on, this, to, to an Arizona, this is like, I, I'm surprised I don't have three jackets on. It's just, uh, no, it's beautiful weather. For a few moments, I'd like to share a message and we're going to pray for each other. And I just want to, I just want to um, encourage people that have come here that have really come expecting or needing and asking God for a touch in your life. The Lord's going to do it. The Lord's going to do it. 
with or without a prophetic word. And uh, we had a really cool time for about an hour before uh, this service. Um, I was had the honor of praying for your children. And so we had a, a really cool prophetic time and just such lovely kids I know they're the fruit of just wonderful parents and that was but that was super fun I'll read a couple of scriptures we'll just talk about it hope to just to build your faith for the season you're in you're in a new season as a church and and so I saw Pastor Steve in the worship I saw the Lord untying a colt and and that any kind of delays any kind of unnecessary last minute engagement from the enemy to stop the progress of this church is being removed today. So God's God's untying things, he's untying permits, he's untying people's agendas. And so God is, see the devil's come too late to stop the momentum that's in this place. So anything that rises up now will be quickly extinguished and put out because you're in a new season and a window of opportunity is open to you. And it's going to be amazing what God does these next uh, uh, months and years. Isaiah 7, in the message translation, says this in verse 10 and 11. God spoke to Ahaz. The prophet came to King Ahaz and said to him, ask for a sign from your God. Ask anything. This is the message translation. Be extravagant. Ask for the moon. So just for a couple moments, my message is ask for the moon. Ask for the moon. Can you imagine uh, King Ahaz wasn't a godly king. He wasn't connected to God's heart. So he didn't seize the opportunity. But God was in such a great mood. God was ready to move, but he couldn't find someone to move with. And that's kind of a portrait of revival. God's always in a revival mode. God's ready to move. All he needs is someone to move with him. God's ready to advance his kingdom, to accelerate his purpose, and to accomplish his agenda in the earth. He just needs cooperative partners. That's what he needs. And the Lord came to King Ahaz and said, let's do something big. Let's do something big. Let's do something big. And 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 King, his heart wasn't attached to it. And But, but the idea of God being excited about his season really got to me because I feel like that's the season that uh, Bethel Atlanta is in. Uh, the smaller the distance between our hearts and God's heart, the bigger the size of our prayer. The smaller the distance. So the closer I get to God, the bigger the prayers I pray because I can't help myself. If I came in with smallness, I leave with bigness because being around him opens up my heart to share the capacity of faith to accomplish his will. So God, so, so it's kind of like being on the same page that God's on. And then as we walk with God, as we worship like today, and as we walk intimately with God in our in our you know, our, our, our daily journey with God, he begins to create inside of us this uh, expectation of things he'd like to do. And I just feel like the Lord's raising this generation, all of us up, to a new level of greater expectation, to a new level, level of bigger prayers, of bigger uh, things that we're going to ask God to do, okay? Turn to your neighbor and say, ask for the moon. Just tell them that. Have you so so people that are close to God aren't afraid of praying big prayers, okay? Now, no, God's never against 
it's not a sin to pray small prayers. My precious, beautiful wife who greets you, we just got home from a 24-day trip, and, and so she, um, she informed me that she wasn't coming on this trip or the next couple of other trips because <laughs> of the intensity of the trip. But she, so she has parking lot favor. She's, she, she prays for a parking space. I find that offensive to my prophetic destiny. <laughs> to, to ask the sovereign, omnipotent, omniscient God to worry himself with a parking space. So I just say that. I don't, and, but, and so, but I've been rebuked many times as I've been with her. And she says, I'm asking for a parking space. And I say, oh, boy. And sure enough, she gets one right up close. She said, I told you so. so God... God doesn't mind us praying small prayers. He doesn't. He, he cares about the details. If it matters to you, it matters to him. That's how much he cares about us. So, so it's okay to pray small prayers as long as you're praying big prayers too. Okay? So if our whole dialogue with God is small prayers, oh, God, let the light turn green. Oh, Lord, I don't want to be late for work. Help me, God. Help me get the kids ready. Blah, blah, blah. It's okay. All of that conversation and all of that daily burden, it's good to have that dialogue with God. But there also needs to be a part of our heart that has been captured by the heart of God, that we're dreaming with God about what he wants to do. We're on the same page that God's on in history. It, it, what? Whenever God finds someone on that page, he changes the world. He changes the world. There's a great uh, scripture in Psalm 2.8. I kind of based the name of my church in Phoenix's Church for the Nations. And this is one of the scriptures I used in Psalm 8. It says this, ask of me, verse, Psalm 2 verse 8, ask of me, I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. So ha have you ever been in a meeting or around another Christian, and they prayed a prayer that kind of offended you? <laughs> Who are you to ask for a nation? You know, they pray, oh, God, give me. I remember the first time I heard someone pray for a billion souls. I said, what? I'm kind of stuck on a million. What's what they're, they're people praying for a billion. My, my, I have an evangelist friend. I pray a billion souls. I go, wow. And, and, but, the, but the closer we get with God, the more we're unafraid to ask for the things God wants to do. So there's a bunch of stuff God wants to do if he could just find someone to believe him to do it. Ask for nations. Ask for nations to hire. You know, Bethel's Atlanta is becoming a hotbed. It's becoming a spiritual kingdom hotbed. And a part of it will be the... the, the that there'll be a launching out just like the team that got home last night from Columbia. Um, uh, Pastor Lauren and a bunch of the guys just got home from Columbia. They're at church today and uh, acting like they're not even tired. What a miracle. Um, asking God for nations. And so God will put into your, I, I was praying for one of the kids today and I saw a passport filled with all these pages stamped. And, and so God's going to use the children, the people of this church, for the, sending to the nations. He'll bring the nations to you. So we're going to ask for nations, amen. We're going to pray prayers that are, that are important to God's heart. What you truly believe about God is revealed by what you're willing to ask or request from God. So we can say that we believe God's all-powerful, that God's, you know, sovereign, he's omnipotent, that he's almighty God. But, but if we're not praying prayers that release that part of God, 
It means that our beliefs aren't there yet. And so God's raising us up to pray prayers like, God, we want all of Atlanta saved. We want all of Georgia saved. We want all of, we want we, we, we want the next great awakening in America. We want to pray things, God, that are on your heart. We want everything that you want for us. We want everything that you have destined for us, okay? The size of your faith is revealed by the size of your prayer. The size of your prayer. It's not, I'm not trying to hurt anybody, rebuke anybody. I'm trying to challenge you. Let's, let's step up. Let's ask for stuff. So the, the, the orphan heart prays for the next meal. The kingly heart prays for the next city to take for Jesus. The next battle to win. And, and so we can tell how we're doing on the inner transformation of our identity as the children of God by what we're asking for. By where we are in life. Kings and priests, that's what we are, okay? There are so many prayers God just wants or is waiting for someone to be bold enough to pray. So many wonderful things. There's a great uh, a verse Two scriptures that kind of relate to the Psalm 37, verse 4 says this delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Great scripture, great promise from God. I think it means a bunch of things, but here's a couple, here's just two simple things. It means when I'm delighting myself in God, God will make His will known by putting desires in me. So, um, in, 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 our, in our purposeful walk with God, God will use passion to direct us to purpose. What we do in, uh, for example, in, in, in kind of ministry and serving the church and in, in, in the vocation of ministry, this is too hard of a job to do without passion. And um, so the people doing it should be passionate doing it. So I'm passionate about, I, I worked 10 years for, for no salary. I've been in ministry 40 years, maybe 12 years total with no salary because I had passion for it even before I was paid to do it, even before... There was income, and I could you know, sustain my life full time. So passion will direct you to your purpose. So when you come to God, the closer you come to God, God will awaken your heart. He will awaken desire in your heart that will become kind of the, the road markers for your purposeful direction in God. So I, I'm always about, I always worry about Christians that don't have passion for nothing. Well, I just... God's in control. I'm just taking it easy. I want you to take it easy, but I also want you to be on fire to do something, okay? So, because passionless Christianity is powerless Christianity. Passionless Christianity. So, the, the desires of your heart. So, you know your heart is healthy when it dreams again. When God, so a dream is a godly desire placed in your heart to reveal God's destiny in your future with, with God. So God wants those desired dreams awakened, those destiny markers to be known in your life, okay? So he'll help us get it. Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. God, God healed me from a serious depression, uh, manic uh, suicidal depression 25 years ago. God brought me up out of the pit. And made me a miracle. But I, in the forensic of my depression, I realized I was finishing my PhD in psychology while I was depressed. So it was, it was amazing. I'll say that. And, uh, but I realized that the, for me, the, the dominant feature, the dominant factor that caused depression was becoming hopeless. That when hope walked out, depression walked in. So hope deferred, when hope leaves, depression comes. So hope is oxygen to the human soul. We, we, God made our souls to need and thrive by hope. 
when hope leaves, we suffocate internally and become then guided and oppressed with negative emotions. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Next line. But when desire comes, it's a tree of life. Not, not when desire is fulfilled, but when desire comes. See, God will feed you. Your heart will feed off of the prophetic plan of God, the heavenly desire, that purposeful thing that God's, that promise from God that's inside of your heart. Everybody deserves to have that. Everybody deserves. The Bible says about, you know, prophecy, visions, and dreams. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men see visions. Your old men dream dreams. And I like the fact that he included, I, I turned 61 this year. I, I like the, the fact that he included old men dreaming. Because as long as you're alive, God has a dream for your life. And you're never too old for a new dream. So if, if, if you're not dreaming, you're dying. You're slowly dying. And so God wants us to dream. He wants us to come alive. He wants us to have a passion. There's so much power in a burning desire. There's power in it, okay? There's authority in it. There's destiny in it. And God, God wants you to burn for something, amen? So we, we, we come close to God. He starts awakening inside of his godly desires for to see. Uh, for example, you, when it comes to like la, uh, people in your family that aren't saved, um, we don't have to beg God for it. We have a promise that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua said, Paul said to the, the, the jailer at, at Philippi, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you and your household will be saved. So it's my faith that says when one person gets saved, they have authority to claim every member of their family. But the devil won't let go of your family members because, you, oh, God, please save my family. You have to tell the devil to get his filthy hands off your family. You have to have a burning desire that says, I refuse to let any member of my family go to a devil's hell. I'm standing in faith for the salvation of You have to have a burning desire. And that desire will really penetrate the gates of hell and release the power of God into your loved ones. And that's the power of desire, okay? Uh, we should pray prayers that scare the devil, offend the religious, shock the apathetic, and startle our own logic. Okay? Yeah, I, I inspired myself when I wrote that. We should pray prayers that scare the devil. When's the last time you scared the devil? Let's do some scaring the devil this week, amen? Let's ask for some things. God, put in my heart desires, awaken sleeping, slumbering, or hidden desires so I can release them in prayers that I can, you know, passionately pursue them and that I can accomplish your will. We should pray prayers that scare the devil, offend the religious, shock the apathetic, and startle our own logic. There's a great story in 2 Kings chapter 13. I want Going to kind of close with this as far as uh, my, uh, my, my Bible uh, time. And it's a story of the end of Elijah's life. So Elijah's about to transition out. Here's what happens. Verse 14 says, Elijah became sick with the illness of which he would die. Then Joash, the king of Israel, came down to him, wept over him, and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and their horsemen. That was a, kind of a colloquial, respectful way of addressing the death of a prominent person. Elijah said to him, I'm not done. And he said to the king, now take a bow and some arrows. And the king took him for himself a bow and some arrows. Then Elijah said to the king of Israel, put your hand upon the bow. 
So the king of Israel put his hand over it, and Elijah put his hands on the king's hands. A picture of the kingly and the prophetic working together. It's a, a, a portrait of the kingdom of God, the power of the anointing. Okay, And then he said, open the east window. Open the east window. And he opened it. And Elijah said, shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For you must strike the Syrians in Aphek until you've destroyed them. A couple of points. Your seasons have changed. God has opened for Bethel, Atlanta, a window of opportunity for you to claim the full restoration of everything the enemy has stolen from you, your family, your church, this city, America, this region, the kingdom of God. So God can't do it until you ask for it, until you pray it. So here it is. This is all, you know, uh, prophetic language. They open an actual window. They shoot the arrow out the window. And God, so God's saying to them, a window's open. So I just want to say to you, our window's opened. So, so how do we shoot out the arrow? How do, it, 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 it's, it's revealed by what we, what we ask for when God says, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? What are you asking for? So we're going to pray some big prayers. And so the, the, then, the, 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 you know, it was the arrow of the God's deliverance, deliverance from the enemy, okay, the restoration of what had been taken. Verse 18, then Elijah said, take the arrows. He took them, and he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. So he's got a bundle of arrows in his hand, and so the king now is striking the ground. Joash is striking the ground. And he struck the ground three times, one, two, three, and then he stopped. And Elijah, the man of God, was angry with the king and said, you should have struck five or six times. Then you would have struck Syria too, had destroyed it. But now you will strike Syria only three times. So if you read the rest of the chapter, they had lost six cities to the Syrians. And they only got three of them back because that's all the king asked for. And it's time for the church to stop being satisfied with only half restoration, only half breakthroughs. <laughs> Only a half accomplishing of what God wants to do. So it's time for us to ask for everything that hasn't been fulfilled, everything the enemy has stolen, ask for it all back. There's a bunch there. There's a lot in God's heart. Think about the city of Atlanta, Georgia, that God has purposed and anointed and called this city to be a world leader for a whole bunch of reasons, you know, in commerce and economics and politics and culture, but in the kingdom of God also. There's unfinished business in the heart of God concerning this region, concerning your family, concerning Bethel, Atlanta. And so God says, what do you want from me? And we're not going to pray prayers here at Bethel, Atlanta that only go halfway. We're going to pray all the way prayers. We're going to pray prayers. Prayers for what God wants to do. For the move of God, God's already begun here. For the exp expression or the expansion and the, uh, the multiplication of this move of God until God himself is satisfied. Your season has changed. A window of opportunity has opened. And it's time to pray some prayers that startle the devil, that offend the apathetic, that, 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 uh, that register in heaven, that please God. In the kingdom of God, so in the kingdom of God, our walk together, God said to this king, you can have as much as you believe and ask for. In the kingdom of God, um, um, anything that you can live without, you will. So we, we pursue God's will by the, by, by the revelation or, or the level of our passion, our determination, our faith, our, our pursuit of God's promise to us. Um, there's a great verse. I, 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 um, I will close with this, I promise. In John 15, 7, Jesus was preaching. 
And he uses the word in this chapter, it's such a great chapter. He uses the word abide ten times. And I think 13 or 14 verses is just the key, key verse about abiding in him. But he says this, he gives us a culmination verse in verse 7. He said, if you abide in me, so we abide in Christ, how? We just did for an hour in worship, in prayer, by, by uh, spending time with God um, in our daily routine in worship and prayer and praise. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, and my words abide in you. So God says, if I put these two things together, spirit and truth, I want to put it together. Here's what he said. You'll ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. You'll ask what you desire. So what happens when I'm in his presence and his word is in me, I become aware of godly desire. And I become aware of what God wants to do. And those desires awake inside of me a passion to see God's purpose fulfilled. And so I'm willing to ask for things. I'm willing to pray things. I'm willing to prophesy, declare, and, uh, um, you, you know, make my, make my faith known by how I talk about God and how I talk about my future and how I pray. So he said this, if you abide in me, my words abide in you, you'll ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. The phrase shall be done for you is one Greek word, geomene. And geomene means to create something out of nothing. Okay. Is this, is this too much? God says, I'm, I'm going to show you how I made the universe. I'm going to give you the power of creation. When my spirit is in you and my word is in you, you declare things. If they're not in existence, I'll make them. You'll change the world by praying and declaring things that I would like to do. And here's what he said. If, 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 if in your life you're not declaring things. So my, my oldest son was away from the Lord for seven years. He was, he was bound by drugs. He was heartbroken. Our family went through a great difficulty. And he started self-medicating and uh, with marijuana, grew to cocaine. And uh, so it became serious. The police are after him. Drug dealers want to kill him. The police are trying to arrest him. And he's running the streets. He doesn't live with the house anymore. He moved out as a teenager um, when he was 18. And I, I just would pray, God, don't let my son die tonight. And, and uh, so I, my, my, I, I was praying small prayers, big in the scope of what, the importance of my son to my heart. But God, just protect my son tonight. And, 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 and my world was getting constrained smaller and smaller and smaller. And the Lord came to me and he says, I want, I want you to change the way you see your son. I want you to change the way you pray about your son. I want you to change the way you talk about your son. Instead of talk, instead, the Lord said, instead of telling me every day where your son's at, I want you to start prophesying where he's supposed to be. He's going to be a man of God, a businessman, a great father, a great husband. So I, sh I reshaped my vocabulary to match God's heart, and I created a desire in me because I had a promise, and I started going to war. My wife and I started walking around and said, our, our son's a man of God. He's a history maker. He's a world shaker. He's drug free. He's going to marry a great wife. He's going to be a great father. He's going to be a great pastor, a great businessman. And everything I said, so, so I've been praying for him for seven years. Nothing happened. 
I started prophesying those things and praying those things. Within seven weeks of praying that, God visited my son in a, in a different place, touched him, delivered him from drugs. He came back home with the Bible school, went to Haiti as a missionary, came home as a pastor, married a godly woman, just had his fourth child as a pastor, businessman in our businessman or community, pastor in our church. All those things happened. Come on. Everything, everything that I said, God did. Why? Because I said what God wanted to do. If you abide in me, I'm going to share my heart with you. And you're going to pray it. If you abide in me, my words abide in you, you're going to unleash heaven for your family, in your business, in your health, whatever it is. You're going to start praying, asked for the moon prayers. What is your ask for the moon prayer? What is the prayer that you pray that is outrageous, that makes all your friends jealous or upset with you? What is the prayer that you pray that shocks your own logic and reason and deductive powers? What is the prayer that you pray that, you're, that you won't even pray around your religious friends because you know they'll be offended for life for you? What, what, what is that prayer, that, you, that big thing you're asking? I, I, I pray that you have a bunch of those in your prayer life because God's ready to do outrageous things. If he can just find some outrageous faith he can move with. Come on, it's our time. Come on, it's our time. Turn to someone and say, ask for the moon. I want to pray for anyone here today that's in, um, uh, if you're in physical pain today, uh, first of all, I just really um, applaud you for coming to church today. Um, it's, it's, that's giving the devil two black eyes when you can worship God and you're going through something difficult. But if you're in physical pain, would you just hold up your hand? We're going to pray for you right now and just believe God to touch you, okay? Just keep your hand raised. Thank you, thank you. A congregation, help me. Let's, let's gang up on our brothers and sisters. Father, we declare over these precious lives right now the healing power of God. We declare that pain leaves. Whatever causes the pain is healed. We speak the name of Jesus. God, heal muscles, heal shoulders, heal bones. In the name of Jesus, heal organs, tissue. Every part of it in Christ's name. So um, I saw the Lord say, God's giving you a new diagnosis today. And I declare over you a diagnosis of health. And any inflammation, any whatever is caused, kind of this shooting pain leaves, I declare healing power to you in Christ's name. I saw God touch his uh, muscles and bones. I declare over you, sir, in the name of Jesus, the power of God, the power of God, the power of God in, um, in your entire body. In the name of Jesus, thank you, God, the pain leaves. So just keep praying. Lord, thank you for touching every man and woman here. Thank you for notable healings, miracles, restorations, God, recovery. Heal necks, heal backs, heal bones, heal, heal knees and ankles and legs. Heal, uh, heal any kind of internal um, uh, a consequence or disease or dysfunction. We loosen the power of God in the name of Jesus. We rebuke tumors and growths and cancers. We command them to leave. God, thank you that you're healing grace this year. We loosen it to them in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, if you're getting prayed for just right now, thank God for touching you. Thank God for, 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 for right now in your body doing something wonderful. Thank you, Lord, for your healing grace. Just keep praying. If, 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 if you've already felt the pain leaving, you wave your hand at me. Say, Pastor, I, 
I'm already wonderful. Anyone else? Beautiful. Yeah, I felt it for you, sir. Anybody else? The pain's leaving. The pain's already gone. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for healing them. If the pain's not gone yet, that's okay. It's going to go. We're standing with you in Christ's name. Thank you, Jesus. So uh, a pastor is going to help me with anybody, but I, I want to uh, pray for you, ma'am. What's your name? Laura. Laura. So I got a good, uh, got a good word for you. So there's a countdown clock. You're in a countdown to a great uh, breakthrough. So for three years, it's been almost three years now, there's been an intensity and kind of a really adversity against your family and against you. And, but it's a breakthrough moment, it's a healing moment, it's a new beginning moment, and it's a, and it's a brand new season moment for you. You've, so you've, you've survived things. You, you really have a tender, beautiful heart. God's proud of you, and he thinks you're awesome for the way you've survived things. But your story is not over. And I saw the Lord say, tell her we're turning the page to a new chapter. So I declare everything, everything's about to change. Everything's being made new. Everything, so the good report, there's going to be a medical good report. There's going to be a financial good report. And I declare in your family miracles also, especially for the two ones you've really been um, uh, praying God for. So two people were kind of swept up in someone else's chaos and pain. I listen to your children, the power of God, the grace of God, the miracle, the miracle visitation of God to your family in Christ's name. Amen, amen. We thank you, God, for it. Amen. Yeah, okay, thank you, Jesus. Would would you all just keep worshiping the Lord and thank you, Lord, for just moving here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is such a great church to to be in. Thank you for all you're doing. So um, I want to come out here to the sunshine seats. So uh, do, do you three people know each other? You guys are together, and um, so I, I have a good word for all, all three of you. So what, what's your name, ma'am? Becca. So, Becca, um, you have a irrepressible spirit, and God's very proud of the way you keep bouncing back. So in, in, in the last six and a half years, seven years, twice, uh, life kind of threw you down, but you bounced back. You're the proof that Jesus is faithful, but you're also the proof that, that Becca is resilient. And so the gift you have of not quitting, not giving up, not letting go, and not, uh, not letting the, the enemy keep you down is created a miracle new beginning for you. And I declare that everything's shifting and changing in your life. Everything's moving to a new direction. So for two years, you've really pressed into God about what God has for you next. And I declare to you that, two th- that 2020 is your breakthrough year. That there, In that calendar year, there's all kinds of incredible things in store for you. They are the rewards for almost seven years, almost eight years, really, of you pressing into God, being faithful and determined not to give up. So um, while everyone else, it it seems like everyone else got ahead of you in the line, God's taking you from last place to first place. God's taking you from the end of the line to the front of the line, doing amazing things for you. And so I, I declare over you, so I declare over people that you love that all mental infirmity, mental illness, and mental oppression leaves people that you've been praying for. Every assault of the devil that's on that's in your family tree, I rebuke it and declare God sets those people free. You've you've conquered the spirit of depression, even suicide. Now God's going to conquer it, drive it out of people that you love and care for. In Christ's name, thank you, God, for it. Amen. Amen. Hi, hi guys. What, what what's your names? Damon and Kara. Damon and Kara. Lord, thank you for Damon and Kara. Just um, really uh, world class people. Wonderful. Uh, so, like a report card, probably these really good grades for you guys. 
I know it's a bad way of putting it, but it's, uh, it's, uh, so I, the Lord shows me simple things for my simple mind. And uh, I just feel like that you've passed everything God's asked of you. And so I declare over you in the name of Jesus Christ, promotion comes, promotion comes, promotion comes. That God is elevating your lives, your influence. He's elevating the stage of your of your expression, and that you're going to enter into a season of outrageous opportunities for the kingdom of God. So it's it's amazing that there is so much giftedness in both of you. You're a great team. You're a great tandem. You're great. You've overcome so much. And uh, so uh, so here so here's the cool thing. Um, uh, your name again? Kara. Kara. So Miss Kara, there's uh, there's uh, there's genuine, sincere spirituality in your side of the family. There's also some spiritual deception, and you're the one that has entered into an inheritance that God always wanted to give your family. And um, your, your life, because you're, you're, you have dignity, you have a quiet spirit, and you have a polite manner, um, but your spiritual authority is setting people in your family free. And I declare that they're coming out of false religion, false belief, humanistic concepts, and any other kind of uh, um, spirituality that is foreign to the kingdom. I, I declare they're coming out of it into God's kingdom in Christ's name. And the, the enemy tried to burn down a house that God was building, and he tried to destroy the people in it, four people in it. You came out alive, and now God's going to bring everyone else alive. So I declare, God, your grace upon them. Thank you, God, for uh, Damon. And thank you for supernatural promotion increase that you elevate his voice, his reach. You elevate his faith. You elevate the outcomes of things. And so I just want to say over you, young man, you're not a day behind where you're supposed to be. That you're, you're not a step behind where you're supposed to be. And God's proud of you. So we all have different stories, but God's proud of you that you've, you've emptied your heart of wrong motivations and or uh, of covetousness or other things that are common. And it's really a God, uh, just a, a good God orientation. But you're highly gifted. And God's, God's unshackling your future. And I declare that divine appointments, the divine favor comes, and that God's, God's going to blow people's mind by what happened these next two and a half years. So God, do great things for this awesome couple. Thank you for your hand upon them in Christ's name. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift your hands to heaven, everybody. Pastor told me to be done by 3.30. I'm, I'm going to obey. <laughs> going to obey, Pastor, uh, what he wants to do. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, God, for your kindness. Thank you, God, for everything you're doing in uh, Jesus' name. I, I, I'd like to pray for every, every uh, person here that believes God wants to bless your, your uh, business, your entrepreneur ideas, your your finances, that, that you feel like God's really positioned and anointed you for business. If that's you, would you stand up and let me pray for you? I just want to pray um, something over you um, from the kingdom. Lord, thank you for all these present or future entrepreneurs. Thank you, God, for their lives, their calling, their destiny that you're all, that you're doing. And uh, so it's, it's so interesting. There really is a timeline coordinated almost to the timelines of the church. But this is a breakthrough season for this church. And so I pray for every person. Come on, just, just attach your faith. God, I declare over this congregation that you've opened a window of opportunity. And God, that you're raising, God, the vocabulary of our hearts to match the willingness of your heart. That we ask for what you would do. 
that we pray prayers that, God, are in sync and on the same page for your heart. I pray, God, for a clarity of vision, a clarity of faith, a clarity of, of prayer and vocabulary that would match your heart, God. Do miracles in the stories of these men and women. Thank you, God, for the great things that are before them, the great things you're about to do in their lives. Thank you, Jesus. And I pray especially, God, for the restoration for anybody here that's experienced, God, financial loss or difficulty. I just declare over them a season of divine reparation. The restoration has begun. And so we're going to take it all back in Christ's name. So there, there's, there's three uh, people here that you've been. So this is kind of like the third chapter as far as building a business. And uh, you've had kind of, you built things, but you've had two setbacks. And I just want to declare over you that this third thing the enemy can't take from you. This is your Rehoboth, your well, your large open space. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, so just if that's you, just latch on to that. God, I thank you for divine wisdom, divine favor, divine opportunity, divine partnerships, divine guidance. Thank you, God, for a new level of your kingdom expressing and releasing in their lives these outrageous moments of, 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 uh, of, of, uh, of capturing your purpose and seizing what you would do. Uh, this little uh, couple right here in the second row. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys together? Yeah, okay, yeah. So I got a great word for you. Um, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> Trying to make sure I get the right people. So um, God's going to build a family business. It's going to have a long legacy. You're going to do something that lasts beyond your lifetime, into his lifetime, into a grandson's life. I declare over you in Christ's name a supernatural infusion of grace that the enemy can't steal this time. So your family has all these amazing stories people that had these dreams, ideas, creativity, and the devil kept stealing stuff. I declare the devil can't steal from you anymore. He can't steal from your family anymore. I declare divine restoration in Christ's name. And thank you, Lord, for... So it's, it's, it's so interesting. So it's, it's almost like a 12-year journey for you as it relates to family, business, all kind of together. And I declare over you in Christ's name, this is the breakthrough year, that you're in a brand new place with God. And God's going to do amazing things. This, there's a person here that, so I, I don't want to, uh, I think I'm supposed to say this. There's a, there's a business person here that, that um, there was like $5.7 million. So there's a, a very specific amount that was um, taken that was stolen from your, from your business. At a, at a pinnacle, it went down to almost nothing. Because of uh, um, not just a bad decision, but two bad players, people that were who corrupted opportunity. And I just want to declare a sevenfold restoration. So if, if that's, uh, wave your hand at me because I think I could find you if I, if I went looking for you. But so I'll, I'll pray for this uh, man right here. So there's a great verse in the Bible, sir, and it's Proverbs 6 says, If a thief is found, is found he must restore seven times what he's taken. And so I declare over you in Christ's name. That God can do it. So what, what, what's your name, sir? Peter. Peter. So Peter, the Lord's proud of you for a bunch of reasons. And um, that, so some of the attempts you went through, including like a best friend betrayal. So some of the stuff you went through, the devil was sure would steal your faith. And so for you to be surviving in faith makes you a miracle man, makes you a real testament. So God's really proud of you and... and, and but I, I, I just feel like it's so funny. In this season, you're going to work the least and make the most. That God's breathing upon you in a sovereign way. Do amazing things. 
And it's not, so the expression of how God's going to do it. So I saw God do it three different ways or, or three different expressions of it. So I declare there's going to be kind of a beautiful uh, coming together like a convergence of three streams into a united restoration in your business and what you're doing. I loosen now two more streams of influence, two more streams of divine encounters and divine partners. I declare that God puts it all together and that God's, God's proud of you. It's a big thing. So like 18 months ago, 20 months ago, when you, you verbally forgave people, you really pressed into a, a thing. I said, God, I'm just letting them go. I'm forgiving everybody. When you forgave people, you crippled the enemy from keeping you locked in that prison. And so I declare everything's shifting for you in Christ. And thank you, God, for the amazing things you're doing. And Peter, thank you, God, for the restoration. And that's what I want to say to you. So it's been... Um, it's not true. So I saw God, he, he literally put his hand into your chest. I declare God gives you longevity. I loosen physical longevity to you, physical health to you, sir. With long lives, David said, you will satisfy me. Thank you, God, for the radical testimonies. And so the amazing thing is this. Um, there's, on, in the heart of God, it's not just business, it's family. And God's doing some amazing restorative things for you. And God is also, I, I, I saw you um, take your foot off the brake and onto the gas pedal, that God's also released you to go forward. In, uh, um, as you say, God, how long should I wait for this? And I just heard the Lord say, tell them that, that he can stop waiting and he can go forward. So God, thank you for all you're doing for Peter. In Christ's name, amen, amen. God bless you, Peter. Bless you. So, Mary Beth, I declare a physical miracle to you, a physical miracle to your family. And um, so, I, um, he, here's the big thing. Um, the fire that's been blazing, you're walking out of it unburnt. And I heard the Lord say, the enemy has tried to take from your life the promise of a future, the promise of a joyous hope, but I declare that you're a miracle woman, and God has a miracle future for you, and whatever the enemy has taken from you hasn't resolved one thing in God's heart. God is an amazing, supernatural future for you, and so in your life, in every part of your life, God is undoing injury, God's undoing trauma, God's undoing grief. And God's making you a miracle woman. And that's what I say to you, um, sister. You, it's amazing how beautiful your worship is to God. Every, this, this service was amazing to me. I, I was like, don't stop the worship. I don't need to preach. Just keep going. <laughs> um, but when people can worship God with a broken heart, it fills heaven. And... You worship God with a broken heart today, and you have for six, seven months. You have for a while. I just declare God's great grace over you, God's grace over your family, that today a season ends, a new season begins, and God is with you. And I, I, there, there's some kind of specific direction you're asking God for, and I just feel like the Lord says, J just keep trusting him. He's already calibrated everything you're going to need in this future. 
So God, thank you, good news comes. It's the season for good news to come. It's the season for good reports to come. It's the season for healing to come. It's the season, God, for renewed joy to come. So I, God, thank you for this beautiful woman, a beautiful child, beautiful family, beautiful life, beautiful future. Everything is getting better because of you, Jesus. And we thank you for it. Amen. God bless you. Okay. Uh, so I'm in the red, but Pastor said um, I'm, I don't have to stop. I rebuke the red in Christ's name. If, if you have to get your kids, whatever you got to do, it's, it's no, no worries at all. Come on, uh, just keep worshiping the Lord, everybody. God, we thank you for your presence here. We thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, God, for your, your kindness. And uh, thank you, Jesus, for amazing things. So do, do you people know each other in this row? Do you know these people? You should get to know each other. So, how about you guys? Okay, yeah. So you're a couple, you're a couple. And are you guys a couple? Yeah. Not married. So three-fourths of a couple. Yeah. So I, sort of, this whole row has got like destiny on it. But I, I'm, So let me pray some prayers. So um, uh, it's amazing. What, what, tell me your names. Buddy, buddy and Buddy and Dina. So Buddy and Dina, you know, uh, Buddy, um, you're, you're a great coach. You're a great mentor. You're a great encourager. You're a great motivator. That's what it is. And you make people better. You make people, you challenge them. And uh, you have a great skill set. But you also have great uh, um, keys to unlocking people. And you've, it's been like 11 years, you've been sowing into other people, helping other people. I declare that you're coming into a harvest year of supernatural reaping as a family in business and life and in the future. That is really a reward to you, a reward for a constancy of obedience, constantly pursuing God. And that the enemy who did everything, it's like, it's like a tornado hit your house. The enemy did everything to disrupt. Now your God has done miracles for you. He's done miracles in your family. He's doing a miracle now in your business and in that part of your world. So the, the testimony of your life is just going to get bigger and bigger. I loosen now. As, as you, so it's interesting. Separately but united, you both prayed the prayer, same prayer today for a child. I loosen a visitation to your child today. And declare that God does some amazing things. For all your children, but I saw God do an amazing thing for one of them. God, so many things in the store for this family. Thank you, God, for all you're doing. Thank you for the new season they're in, the creative season, the dynamic season. The, everything's coming together season. It's going to be outrageous. And, God, I thank you for every moment of sadness or difficulty. Give them 10 days of joy. Just, 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 just flip the scales, God, in this season of outrageous victories. And I declare in your body, sister... Sickness leaves and illness. In fact, a chronic pain thing that just uh, keeps kind of gaining ground. I loosen a miracle into your physical body in Christ's name. Declare that you're God's woman. You're, that you God has amazing things for you. you. You've internalized a lot of stuff, and God just is, God is emptying out of your nervous system and out of your bloodstream. Just just the tension and pressure. It's all leaving. God's filling you with peace and grace and and all kinds of really cool things and. Uh, some outrageous blessings. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. What, what, tell me your guys' name. Matt and Kim. So, God, thank you for hand upon Matt and Kim. The good thing is, you know, so it's a, it's a cool thing, Matt and Kim. This is, um, everybody deserves happiness. You know, God, I, I have four kids. I want them to be happy. Because as, as a parent, they say this, you're only as happy as your most unhappy kid, you know. And 
that's sad but true when you love your kids. Um, so I just heard the Lord say, you guys, did, you guys deserve this season. You deserve this. It's, it's like a new chapter for both of you. God's going to show off for both of you. Sister, this is, the tra- this is God's pay- This is God's reward for your trust. This is your, your reward for overcoming a season in the past with a different, different situation with, that was emotionally violent, turbulent, hurtful, and even demonic. This is your season for great joy and great satisfaction. And God promised you a godly man. And God promised you everything that you, that you have. So this is your season for, to, for all of that. And it's just going to get better and better and better. I see you guys traveling. I see some great things happening. I saw, uh, sir, that someone took, um, so someone took business opportunity or, or business bless, uh, uh, a resource from you. I commend the devil to pay you back for what he took from you. And that, so it's interesting. It, it was like a one kind of intense season. You lost a ton of money. There was all kinds of just all kinds of things happening. This is your season to get everything back and more. God, thank you for so much favor, so much blessing. Um, it's funny. People are changing their mind, even in the business world, about you and what, 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 what God's ordained for you. Supernatural favor is upon you, and you just keep asking for the moon, okay? You just get Because God's going to do some crazy stuff there concerning property even and the, exp- and the expression of God's kingdom. So thank you, God, for all you're doing. Um, young man, the hand of God's upon you. And God's, gonna do, God's anointed you to be a difference maker. God's anointed you to be a world shaker in your generation. You have unusual, and so you have an intense way of approaching life. So you don't do anything half-hearted. So you, you were either going to be the best sinner or the best Christian. You know, there was no, <laughs> none of this in-between jazz. And you, you are dangerous to the devil. You are, and I just feel like that you don't even, you're not even fully aware of, how big your future is. And I just want to really encourage you. You just, just stay plugged in, man, because God's building a furnace inside of you and just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. God's, God's orientated your mind to be able to decipher incredibly uh, complex problems. And so you're going to be, th- that problem-solving part of you has an has a economic value, has a uh, monetary value. And so God's, Taking your mind, your natural gifting, which is sharp and uh, uh, way above normal, he's adding the Holy Spirit to it, which is going to make you like 10 times more. So just get, God's going to do amazing things for you. God's green lighting you for entrepreneur things in the future. So it's okay to work for people. It's okay to be mentored and stuff. But man, you're going to own stuff. You're going to own, so because because you're always going to be kind of beyond where where the settings are. So God's, God's going to give you kind of, way higher ceilings in the future. So you, I feel good about you guys. I don't want to prophesy you're supposed to be together, but it's fine if you are. So it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I feel thumbs up. That's all I'll say. So God bless you guys in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So I, I don't prophesy couples together so they can't blame me when it doesn't work out. I said, do you love each other? That's, uh, that's not a pastor. Anybody else that you want me to pray for? I know we're going a little long, so if, if, if you're finished before we are, it's absolutely okay to go. If you have some lunch place, you have to go. But we'll, we'll go another 15, 20 minutes. And, but if you need to leave, no problem. Okay? Amen? Garrett. Garrett. Amy.
Hi, guys. Hi, Amy. Is it Garrett? Stretch your hands toward this couple, everybody. Thank you, God, for Garrett and Amy. We bless them and declare your grace over them. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, God, for all you've done. So, uh, Garrett, a big thing, it's a big thing to, to overcome unhealthy environments, unhealthy people. And so it's amazing, the, it's amazing how good of a man you are for what the enemy tried to do kind of early in your journey. And you become a man that another person wouldn't be. You, so both in family and in religious settings, you've overcome the failure of fathers. And I just declare over you that you're a man of God, that you're, that you're a good man. God could not be more proud of you. And God's especially proud of the way that you determined to be different than others. And you broke the cycle of violence. You broke the cycle of anger. You broke the cycle of even addiction. And all those things that really destroyed uh, three generations of men in your family. You're the curse breaker, Garrett. You're the, you're, you've stopped what the enemy did. And I just feel like God says thank you. That he blesses you today as an honorable son. And, and he thinks you're awesome. And he think, he's really proud of all you've done. You've, you've, you're in the season now of advancing the purpose of God for your family, for the kingdom of God. And I declare that nothing can stop what God has ordained for you. Nothing can stop what God has put in your heart to do. And so, God, thank you. So it's been, uh, so the season of being betrayed by man you trusted is over. I, God, I thank you. That season from, from family to a church setting the past, even to a business mentorship, that whole season ends and a new season begins that is dramatic, that is powerful, that is fulfilling, that is your will. And I declare that over Garrett in Christ's name. Thank you, God, for your hand upon his life. Thank you, God, for the story of his journey with you. And thank you, God, for every, it was like 16 and a half when you had, so you, you got robbed of a large portion of your childhood or of your youthful freedom. And I, I just declare youthful freedom comes back on you, man. Okay. That you just feel, feel wonderful. And, you know, part of, um, uh, what was your name again? Miss, Miss, I'm Amy. Uh, Miss, yeah, so Amy. So God really used you to, um, with your, in your husband's journey. And, you know, um, you just... You're such a stable force. You're such a stable person. You're just constant. You're dependable. You're reliable. You're consistent. And you're, um, you have such a high loyalty level. And I just feel like anybody that gets into your world just gets better. That you just make sick things better, even if they're plants. Look at that plants living now. Everything that gets in your touch just starts thriving. And uh, that's, the, that's just such a great gift. It's such a great commitment is such a great character that you've had and I just feel like the Lord couldn't be more proud of you and uh, so I just declare for you some sort of unusual things going to happen so there's there's really there's some really kind and uh, wonderful women in your side of the family and I, I I break the grip of an incurable disease off of one of them and I declare that they will live and not die and I declare the power of God right now in Jesus Christ's name thank you God for your hand upon God do miracles as we stand here. We declare your grace upon these precious ones in Christ's name. Amen. Nate, Nate and die. Hi, Nate. Hi, die. Hey, would you stretch your hands toward uh, Nate and Di, everybody. God, thank you for this couple. Thank you for your hand upon them. We bless them in Christ's name. Thank you for um, their story, their journey. 
and uh, all they're doing. And uh, thank you, God. The best is yet to come for sure. And uh, just thank you for all you're doing. You, you know, um, Brother Nate, so the, um, it's interesting. Some people are, um, it, it's like kids. Some kids want everybody to look at them. Some kids don't want anybody looking at them. You, you, you keep accomplishing things without kind of drawing attention to yourself. And I just feel like God says he's really proud of you, that God's, that you are both in your family, your marriage, your children, your life, your business, your walk, that you keep kind of overachieving, um, just going to extra yard stuff, extra mile stuff. And that's really a, 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 great, a great trait. I saw the devil from like 15 and a half all the way to almost 20, the devil tried to sabotage you, destroy you, and tear you down because he was afraid of who you would grow into. And um, you've, it's, it's amazing what you've overcome. Everyone here has overcome different things. And people will look at you and think that you've never had a hard day, but you've overcome the gates of hell themselves. You've overcome a great uh, assignment against you. And now you've built a great life, and it's just going to get better. It's going to get better for you guys. You're in a great season of breakthrough, advancing, fulfillment, restoration. So I declare in your family, so there's, there's I, I declare a resurrection of faith people that have kind of abandoned it or given up on it. I declare the deliverance from addiction, um, you know, especially for the two. There's more, but there's two of them that are really bound by it. I declare freedom in Christ's name over your family. And I declare that in this season, so what was taken from you like 18 months ago as it relates to business, I loosen the restoration of more. God, that you do more kind of next level things. And what looks like a setback was just a preparation for a setup that you're going to, you're pushing things to the next level. A multiplication, that's what it is. Subtraction bows its knee to multiplication. So I thank you, God, for that. Thank you for the, the, the great thing you're doing. And thank you for, so um, uh, um, you're, uh, uh, what's your name again? Die. So uh, Nathan Die. Yeah. So this Die, the, the Lord's really uh, proud of you too. So you guys, <clears throat> so at, you, you've been married how long now? Yeah, so, um, and they said it wouldn't work. Yeah, so the cool thing is, no, no, so here's the cool thing. You both overcame hurtful things that, that tried to sabotage your lives together. And now you're helping people come out of sabotaged assignments of the enemy. God's going to use your marriage to help other people's marriages. So he really is. God's really proud of both of you for how much you've uh, advanced how, how, how much unity you have as a family, how much desire for God, how much, um, um, you know, even peace in the home. So it's just a bunch of really good things. You're at a great place in life. And Miss uh, um, Dice declare over you that the, 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 the kingdom of heaven has weaponized you to prophesy uh, treasures out of darkness. And that is declare that you're going to see many miracles and many miracles with women, many miracles with people, many miracles with children. You're just you're accumulated for children and a great gifting, both teaching, mentoring, exampling. But you have authority, and uh, so you uh, more and more you're going to start saying things that relate to your side of the family and a bunch of things about freedom from occultism, from deception, from any kind of pain, and uh, that um, you're you are what you what God dreamed and destined for your family to be. And uh, God wants the rest of them to, to be that, have that too. So God, thank you for what you're doing. So I loosen a miracle house to you in the name of Jesus Christ. As I lay my hand upon you, I declare that God, there's a property is being released to you. And that God's releasing the power to get it. And a testimony to his kingdom in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. God do great things. Amen.
We're doing good. Everybody, worship the Lord with me. I, um, okay. The kids are so cute, it's hard to concentrate. Thank you, God. Um, so I, I, I got a great word for you, sir. Um, what's, what's your name? Tom. Okay, so, so Tom, um, the good thing is you've, uh, you've seen it all, you've done it all, you've bought the T-shirt, you've been at, So your life experience is really broad. And so these last, like, uh, five years, five and a half years, God's done so, such a great spiritual breakthrough for you. And um, everything from a disease that tried to hurt you, a, dis a depression that tried to grip you, and family stuff that tried to, um, you know, tried to cripple you, you're a miracle man. And I declare that in this season, the miracles God's given you are spreading to everyone around you. And that you're going to see all kinds of good things happen, including... The reanimation of a business idea, business, not just an idea, business partnership. That God's doing some really cool things in the realm of business and finance. God's breathing upon you because your best days in the realm of stewarding wealth are in front of you, not behind you. So you've, you've seen a lot of stuff before. You've seen a lot of wealth. But now your heart is so with the kingdom. It's amazing like Joseph. God's going to entrust you with a great season of favor and blessing. And I listen to your bloodstream, the power of God, from your head to your foot, and declare that you are, uh, that God, with long life, God satisfies you. And I, I, I declare that God's grace is upon you powerfully, sir, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Um, you're doing good, everybody. Jesus. There was um, somebody over here I saw, let see if I can see him again, and uh, pray for them. So, are, are, you, are uh, you lovely people are together? What, are you with him? And are, are, do you know them? Cousin and how about her? Okay. So I, I'm going to uh, pray for all for you. So I got a great word for you. When I was preaching, I saw it. So it's family miracle time. It's family breakthrough time. It's family restoration time. It's family reconciliation time. And so a bunch of really cool things are in store for your family. And I just feel like the Lord couldn't be more proud of you guys for really pressing, overcoming, for advancing the kingdom of God, and for being great, such great forgivers and such great kind people. And um, you know, sir, I just want to say this over you that that um, so in your lifetime, you've had like these three episodes where people were either kind of openly in a vocational setting, first a school setting, in um, like. 29 years ago, then a vocational setting, then even a church setting, that God's proud of you for forgiving people for kind of open racism and uh, prejudice against you. And I declare that you're a wall-breaking-down peacemaker, that God's going to do amazing things in your story as it relates to the very thing the devil tried to do against you, the poison and the pain, all that stuff. And... God is emptying out of your son and emptying out of another one, anger. It's leaving. Miracles are coming. Miracles are coming. Miracles are coming. This is a breakthrough season. This is a turnaround season. It feels to you uh, there was an opportunity kind of stolen from you as a young man. I declare the devil can't steal any more opportunities from your family, your daughter, your children, your cousin, your, your people in your world. No more. Um, that God does great things. And I saw God touch your bloodstream. I loosened into your your heart, your blood pressure, whatever it is, the power of God. You look healthy, but I loosen great grace upon you physically from head to foot. A legal or financial kind of a two-year 
two and a half years situations coming to a victorious end. A testimony is coming to the house as it relates to finance or, or legality. So thank you, God, for your sister's great heart, great spirit. So, sister, I saw you. So this is a funny vision. I saw you were cooking a, a, like dinner, and you were singing in the, you were singing to God, and uh, it was like all these angels were in your kitchen, uh, and they were just enjoying the worship service while you were cooking. And uh, it's like every place you go, you, you create a divine atmosphere there because you're, you, that, that you're, you can't stand a day without being close to Jesus. You can't stand such a great, um, such a great, not just worshiper, just such a great daughter of God. And the Lord's just really, really proud of you. And God's, God got some amazing victories for you guys um, legally related to property and other, other issues. This is your daughter. So, God, thank you for hand upon um, your daughter. I bless her in Christ's name. Thank you for the destiny and purpose, calling, the great things that you have in store. <clears throat> so, uh, this is a, a great thing. So, you you see things really clearly. You see things really in a a discernment way beyond your years. I think it's your parents' gifts, your mother's spirituality, a bunch of things there. But then your own kind of uh, cognitive uh, functions. And uh, so, God's God's given you the gift of a superior wisdom to heal situations and to solve problems. And that's, so don't worry about what's not kind of put together yet, come together. Man, life is coming at you 100 miles an hour because you're a gift that's in, you're the answer to, a, to the cry of a generation. God's going to use you. I declare, so there's three young men in your life. One of them is in the family. Two of them are relate, uh, friends. I I declare a victory over every young man that you've been praying for and crying out for God. That God touches them all, one, two, three, do miracles in their lives, God. And just let her see so many testimonies come in this next season in her own story, her own journey, outrageous things in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, God, for what you're doing. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, someone here, you, you, your, your boy, uh, your Grade school boy has been diagnosed with a specific learning disability, and I'd like to pray over um, you. If that's you, wave your hand at me. If that's, is it, is it you, ma'am? Yeah, um, can, can you come forward? Let me pray for you. Hello. What's your name? Gina. Who are we praying for? Okay, so I, I want to give you a, a testimony. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Jesus. Jesus. So, um, Miss Gina, we, we have, I have a, an Arabic congregation in Phoenix, a couple of them. And uh, a, a couple months ago, we were praying, my Arabic pastor uh, Najib was praying, talking to a Muslim family, and, and they had a severely autistic 17-year-old son who had never spoken a word. And, uh, and so Pastor Najib said, hey, I'd, I'd love to pray for your son, but I have to pray in the name of Jesus, and I, I need your permission. And the father said, if Jesus heals my son, we, we will serve your Jesus. And uh, Pastor Najib prayed. Before he could say amen, the boy that had never spoken started speaking in full sentences. 17-year-old boy. And kind of when I was evaluating 
So we think he got about 70% healed in that first moment. So he's now be able to speak. So the speech center was released. So I loosen a creative miracle to your son in Jesus' name. I break the grip of the infirmity of autism, and I declare your son will be a sign and a wonder in the mighty name of Jesus to this generation. Honor the faith of this mother. Thank you, God, that this is a miracle house. She's in the right place. Now we declare that her son rises up, overcomes all odds, and steps into not just normalcy, but brilliancy in the name of Jesus Christ. And I thank you, God, for it. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Everybody just raise your hands to heaven. I think, my, yeah, my, my time's up. Lord, we honor you. We celebrate you. Thank you for this beautiful house. Thank you for all you're doing. So I'll just close by this. So I, I saw it uh, during the worship. I saw God, un, Jesus un, untying a colt. God, I declare that every withheld permit is released. Every potential delay of the enemy is solved for this church. That you are on three fronts, God, uh, governmentally, um, uh, in the community, and financially. You're loosing every cord that would try to tie up what would happen next in this church. Thank you, God, that there'll be a swift season of acceleration. The property, that a building will be put up, and then another, and then another. That, that all of that, God, is, is just on your agenda for the church. Thank you that just church has flourished in the tent. That you, that these, that they'll talk about the tent days for years to come, what you did in the tent. And so would you just for a minute, would you just, if you're, if you're comfortable, um, can you just grab hands with the person uh, uh, sitting beside you for just a minute? I always feel, you know, I'm a pastor too, I always feel the kind of overwhelming uh, desire for everyone to get prayed for, but so we're going to pray for everybody. So I want to ask you to pray for the person on your right and left right now. Would you just unleash just 60 seconds of heaven on them? Father, we pray your kingdom come, your will be done. You know what they need. You know where they hurt. You know what their, their, their heart needs, God, and their heart's asking. We pray your kingdom come, your will be done. In every family, every marriage, every single person, every sick person, every hurting person, we pray for their children. We pray for their lives, God. We pray for their future. We pray for their business, their ministry. We pray, God, for joy to come. We pray for peace to come. We pray, for God, for love encounters, heaven encounters, miracle encounters. Whatever they need, God, we thank you for your help right now in their lives. Thank you, God, for your great grace. Not just small, but great grace, great grace, great grace upon them. Thank you, Lord, that people are going to go home and find out things are different at home because they came here today. Thank you, God, for your fighting for them on the home front. You're fighting for them out there in their world, God. Thank you for your grace upon their life and their story. We honor you, we bless you, we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. Thank you, guys. It's been a joy to be with you today. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To stay connected with Bethel Atlanta, visit www.bethelatlanta.com.